The following program has been paid for by TD Touchpoints. The opinions expressed are not necessarily those of KFYI or iHeartMedia. This is the Carol Royce Real Estate Radio Show on News Talk 550 KFYI. Hey, welcome everybody. This is Carol Royce. I'm your host here every single Sunday afternoon. And of course, I'm in the studio with Vicki Royce Middlebrook and Joshua Collum. Joshua, I must say that uh, you have celebrated your birthday. Uh, <laughs> that did, I have. When your mother was younger, Josh, we had birthday month. We didn't have birthday. We had birthday month. I think uh, it's kind of trended toward you. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the apple hasn't fallen far from the tree this year. That's right. So it left birthday. me. It did leave me, though, when it went to Josh. <laughs> That's right. Hey, it's a beautiful July day. Ha ha. Well, you know what? It is. We got a little break in the weather and and it is just a little nicer today. I'm just Uh, tired of all the humidity we've had, but it's okay. We need rain. We do. We do. So we're here today and I want to say thank you to all of our listeners. And I've heard from a number of you this week who've called me and said, Hey, Carol, we've been listening to your show, and we see that there's a little change in the market. And I said, yes, there is a change in the market. Uh, Vicki, what is so interesting on the high end, and you are our luxury specialist at the Carol Race team, it appears that that high end, the the over a million and the ultra properties, they're not experiencing much of a shock of, of interest rates and pricing fluctuations. Would you agree? Right. Yeah, we're still having a strong, healthy luxury market out there. You know, we'll be trending every single week. That's what we do here at the Carol Royce Real Estate Show every Sunday from 2 to 3 right here on 550 KFYI. We inform our listeners about what's going on in our local Arizona real estate market. So so here's what I said to a couple of our listeners that called in, Josh. I they were wondering if their high-end homes, priced between, oh, say, a million five and four million, uh, should be impacted if they come on the market. I don't think so. I mean, it might take a little longer to get them sold, but we're mm-hmm. not seeing horrific tr- price drops in that price range. Are you seeing anything like that, Josh? No, I mean, the market still seems to be moving ahead. I mean, I don't know for how long mm-hmm. the market mm-hmm. will stay mm-hmm. strong in this arena. It mm-hmm. could be unfazed because, like you said, there is so much cash. But this also could be one of the higher points of the market. So if you have kind of more of a niche property yeah, it's with a, little more a difficult. lot of custom mm-hmm. pieces and whatnot, this might be a, a great time to uh, get that on. Yeah, yeah. So Vicky, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I just let's go ahead and just dive into this week's luxury report. You guys good with that? We're good. Why not? Okay. All data is compiled from the Arizona Regional Multiple List Service, servicing Maricopa and Pinal counties. Currently, there are. 1,809 luxury homes for sale priced from 1 million to a high of 32 million. The current average price luxury for sale home is 2.37 million with days on market averaging 64. Hmm. So if we take a look at this kind of inventory that's out there that's in the coming soon category, some of these sellers are allowing showings on mm-hmm. the home. Right now, there's 137 luxury coming soon properties. The average price point for those homes, $1.93 million, yeah. And that has new inventory coming on daily. Mm-hmm. Under contract in escrow, there's 717 luxury homes priced from $1 million to a high of $24 million. The average price luxury home in escrow, $2.28 million, with days on market averaging 64 days. 
Now, let's take a look at just what's closed escrow just since last week's show. We had 120 homes closed. That's a pretty... That's a nice number. Nice mm-hmm. number. Absolutely. It's a high number. Closed escrow price from 905000 to a high of $7.2 million. The average for that week was $1.74 million, with days on market for those homes averaging 45 days. So you know what's interesting, Josh? So what I hear in Vicki's report is there's a pretty consistent number there, and that's that 60 to, to 65 days. Correct. So, so that's approximately, Vicki, what it's taking to get these luxury homes under contract when they do hit the market. Well, let's take a look. The current average price sold luxury home in our valley right now is $1.92 million, with average days on market 48 days. Okay. Since the first of the year, we've had 3,731 luxury Luxury homes close escrow. The highest price luxury home that's closed in our MLS year to date, twenty eight point one million. So again, I want I want to go back. I want to explain to our listeners what coming soon is because we do talk about coming soon, and that is an opportunity, Josh, for a seller to put their home on the market. It actually shows up in the feed. Mm-hmm. For other real estate agents, any real estate agent in Arizona would have access to this coming soon inventory. Yeah, um, but if you're looking on these buyer sites like, you know, Realtor.com, et cetera, you're not going to see that inventory. So it's Mm -hmm. pivotal to be with a realtor that we can get the freshest info. And like Carol said, some sellers are allowing showings on these. So you definitely want to reach out to us if you are interested in seeing that inventory. Well, it just just opens the inventory right up again. And typically why a seller would do that, Vicki, in your opinion? Opinion would be why would why would a seller opt for coming soon? You know, it protects the days on market. Mm-hmm. It also allows them to have time to get the home ready, or it could be a marketing strategy where they just want that time to have a free look to see how buyers are responding to their home. Is their price correct? Um, things like that. There's all different reasons for why it benefits well, a seller. Yes, to do to coming, go coming soon. soon. And we have one coming soon in Tempe and Corona Ranch, and it's going to be one point, it is 1.4 million. Uh, big house with a basement. You know what I like about that house, Vicki, is he actually had a co- company come in and he dug down. So he has a beautiful big ski boat. Right. He can back his ski boat in on the trailer and park it in this in this structure subterranean if you will or under under underground yeah Mm -hmm. and it has a cover and no hoa violations and he can keep his boat right there on property (laughs) and if you don't have a boat but maybe you have some you know fun desert toys or you have a work trailer Mm -hmm. or something that you want to keep Mm -hmm. shaded that's true this is the perfect place and it's a gorgeous home in that south tempe area Uh, for 1.4 so that one is coming soon also yes so so there is a strategy josh for coming soon we at the carol race team when we feel it will benefit our seller we absolutely talk about coming soon i want to get back vicky to the 64 days which is a pretty consistent number and has been over the months. Uh, You know, your normal time on market for these high-end homes was running back in, let's say, let's say 2019, pre-COVID, 2018-2019, pre-COVID, six months to a year. We, we would take a listing, as would many other agents, uh, on a luxury house for, for eight months, 12 months, because it would take that long to sell it. So, Josh, 64 days is lightning fast. It may not seem, if you're a seller, to be lightning mm-hmm. fast, right? But it's, it's pretty darn fast, Vicki. Well, it is. And putting things in retrospect, I mean, during the height of our market, 
we saw days of market luxury dip down in you know the high fifties. So it's right. gone up a couple of days, sure, but we're not nearly at no, six, months, not to six months to well, a year. Well, let's talk about what happened. There was relocation happening due to COVID where folks are choosing states like Arizona to come here because during COVID, many states had lockdowns, you know, mm-hmm. lockdowns or you could call them more restrictions mm-hmm. on what they were dealing with in their state. So that just opened up where people saw that, hey, if we go to Arizona, things seem to be a little more lax than they are in Washington, Oregon, California, Chicago. And we just started seeing that migration Mm -hmm, start mm -hmm. to come here. And it hasn't stopped. However, what we are seeing is those are the markets right now that are being impacted right now in kind of this price correction as interest rates have gone up. And so with those folks having their market really slowed down and impacted more than the Phoenix area, that might slow down some of the relocation into the valley. It might, because if you can't sell your home in L.A. County, it's then it's more difficult for you to come to our Maricopa County. So we have seen we have seen that, Josh. We have we have seen the migration, if you want to call it that, Mm -hmm. slow down into Arizona and that that but still 64 days. That's lightning fast to get one of these high-end homes sold. Exactly. I mean, that market does have less buyers than the overall market. So a matter of finding that right buyer, Mm -hmm. negotiating, just if they are going financing, that takes some time as well. So it's within healthy time. So I have a beautiful home I want to talk about. And this, I would call, is in a lifestyle community. Los Endes. The reason I call Los Endes a lifestyle community, it does have a golf course there that you could join and go play golf. You also have the community pools, the pickleball, the sports courts, all of the fun, Mm -hmm. the clubhouse and different amenities. This home is in a gated section over in Black Rock in Los Endes, and it is beautiful, stunning upgrades as well as the views. Mm-hmm. You have mountain views and just a gorgeous backyard with a pool and a spa. It's on the market for 1.325, and it's over on 7260 East Eagle Crest Drive, number 25. And if you're looking for a gorgeous house in that Los Endes area of Mesa, and that is a beautiful natural desert area with gorgeous views. You know why I like Los Endes, Vicki? Because you get on the 202, then you take the 101. I know it sounds crazy, but you're in Scottsdale in 10 to 15 minutes. You you really are. You're right there in Old Town Scottsdale or at the Scottsdale Fashion Mall. You're right there in the heart of it. So you are so very close, and it's not a huge traffic congestion right. so what a lifestyle or, i agree with you or maybe you want to go to the lake or you want to yeah. go to the river or right. even you have a cabin up north it's quick access you know for payson to show low to those type of locations as well hey we're going to have uh, lou silverman on lou silverman is an attorney but he specializes in probate and trust and i just want to say that we are helping many families who've lost a loved one and they are now the personal representative of that estate so i want you to come back and i want you to hear what Lou has to say because it's great valuable information for you that's right and you know if you're looking for a luxury home over in that North Scottsdale corridor we have several that are on the market in fact one is coming soon so reach out to the Carol Royce team today we have properties all over the valley we are with Keller Williams Realty East Valley but we are your valley wide team servicing the entire valley of the sun reach out to us today at 480-776-5231 or you can always go to carolhasthebuyers.com we can help you get your home sold fast and for top dollar show you a different approach 
on how we get things done at the Carol Race team. And, and do come back because Lou Silverman has some great information for you. Everybody, this is Carol Royce. I am your host here every single Sunday afternoon. And today I'm really, really excited because I've got a friend. But not only are you a friend, Lou, you and I are doing business, correct? Right, correct. And Lou is a Silverman Law Office. You're board certified yep. in what? Estate planning, trust, and probate law. Which is very, very important. So you guys, I want you to listen up. Maybe grab a pen and some paper and take some notes because Lou's going to give us some very valuable information today. And Lou, you and I, we've been, you've been in your profession for about 40 years. Right. I've been in mine about 38. So we're, we're running parallel here. Yes, we are. So, Lou, one of the reasons I wanted you in is uh, we've been getting phone calls. And, and I'll tell you one that we just got two weeks ago. A young lady who is married, she lives in Michigan. Uh, she just had a baby. And she con- contacted me and she said, Carol, my mom died in uh, Chandler, Arizona, Sun Lakes Retirement Community. And I don't know what to do. I, so we I, so we pull it we pulled up the deed of right, course yeah. and and of course it's in her mother's name and I said did your mother have a will no mom didn't have anything so she said I don't have the money to fly to Arizona I I, I just don't know what to do so I want to talk a little bit today Lou because a lot of our listeners may not have prepared they may not have planned for what's going to happen down down the road when when they're no longer here and and they've got assets right Lou and and then there, there there's no provision for that so you, you I want you to come in and, and just okay. tell us some things here well I'm going to pick up on your your question there because yeah. it's a pretty typical one yeah so we're going to assume that mom didn't have a plan now maybe you know she did and sometimes it takes a pretty thorough search I have found People have hidden things away, mm-hmm. and they just don't tell anybody where they hid them. Right. So um, I do recommend before you give up on the fact that there's no will or a trust or something, mm-hmm. look everywhere. Look in every drawer. Right. You know, look, mm-hmm. look wherever you think you're, you could find things. Um, also, if you find that odd-looking key in the cupboard, which could be a bank savings deposit box. Right, right. Uh, by law... The bank will let a person in, even if they're not otherwise authorized, to search for a will mm-hmm. or trust or actually for life insurance. So mm-hmm. you can get in there mm-hmm. if you can find the bank. Right. If you, again, right. these are a lot of ifs. Yes. But let's assume that that's all occurred and there's been a thorough search and there's no will or trust. Right. Um, so by law, that person has died intestate. That mm-hmm. just means without okay. a will. Okay. Um, yes. And so by the laws of intestacy... Number one, dictate who gets what, mm-hmm. but also mm-hmm. dictate who has the right to be in the role of personal representative. Mm-hmm. So an estate basically consists of whatever a person owns when they die that is in their name alone, is not jointly held with another person, like joint tenancy with right. a survivorship. Right. right. And that could be bank accounts, that could be real estate. There's lots of different ways mm-hmm. that joint assets, but they're... It would mean it's not in joint tenancy and it's not pay on death. So it's not like a life insurance where mm-hmm. there is a beneficiary. That's what's subject to probate. Okay. And so 
probate is sort of this fictional mm-hmm, process mm-hmm. of having an estate representative appointed called a personal representative. Right. Somebody back east would, would call that same role the executor role. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. So there are certain people who have priority. So if this woman who contacted you mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. siblings mm-hmm. and no living parent, then all of the siblings have priority to serve. So if all of them say, well, we'd all like to be the personal representative, which in theory they could, then there's a petition that's filed with the court, and the petition asks for the appointment of a personal representative of an intestate estate, and that these are the people who have priority to serve. So that would be how that process would begin. So you go to court, mm-hmm. and so then a judge looks at all of the documentation that is provided right. and rules that, okay, uh, you can all be personal representatives, or you could pick one person. Right, and the more yeah. the more logical approach is, and this is what I would yeah. recommend, mm-hmm. is that you really don't need three personal representatives. No. You know, it's like a company doesn't need three presidents. It needs a president. <laughs> right, so, right. Among the three of you, choose who's willing to do it. Mm-hmm. The other two of you sign a document that I'll provide that says, you know, I give up the right. Mm-hmm. Also, you're going to consent to the third person and you're going to waive bond. Mm-hmm. You, you have to have waivers of bond in order to get this done as smoothly, as, mm-hmm. as efficiently as possible. Because mm-hmm. then nobody needs to go to court. Arizona has an informal probate process, which allows us to submit the paperwork, but never step foot into a courtroom. That's wonderful. Yes. And, the, and there'll be an appointment mm-hmm. of a personal representative. Mm-hmm. And that person, once they're appointed, they're in the driver's seat. So that, they can sell that property. They can, they can sell the car. They everything. can sell the furniture. Yeah, they step okay. into the shoes of the okay. decedent. Okay. They can sell everything. They can liquidate. Mm-hmm. They, they have certain re- responsibilities, such mm-hmm. as recognizing who are the creditors. Right. Um, there's a process of notifying creditors, mm-hmm. uh, tax issues. You know, we have to make mm-hmm. sure tax returns have been filed. Exactly. And if not, what needs to be done? So there's, it's a big mm-hmm. job. I, mm-hmm. I basically tell people that being a personal representative is not a job for sissies. You really have to take it on. It's a, it's a job. You have to have dedication. You got to right. be organized. You've got to be detail oriented. You've got to have the time to do it. Right. Uh, because if you don't do the job well, then you're violating fiduciary duties. And you could be brought before the court someday, the court saying, why didn't you do this correctly? You you knew what to do. You just didn't do it right. You know, so that's important that we have to get that across to people that it's an important job that you're doing. I was personal representative uh, of my mother's estate. And in her trust papers, she named me right. on my death, my eldest daughter, Carol Royce. Right. OK, so I so I did that. So there's also an accounting. I mean, yes. uh, because because I have three siblings. Right. And so my, my mother was very clear who who got what, yeah. how that money was to be distributed. And so I had to keep records. Absolutely. Just in case one of those siblings came back and said, uh, hey, Carol, we're, we see $20,000 missing or whatever. So anyway, I had to keep you records. Do. So it is not a job for sissies. You have to keep for, records. Yes. Um, you have a right to be paid for mm-hmm. the job in Arizona. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some people do want to be paid. Some people mm-hmm. don't. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if they want to be paid, they have to mm-hmm. keep time records. Mm-hmm. So they have to prove the value of their time. Mm-hmm. Now, some states like California, um, which is not a state where I would want to go through the probate process if I'm the consumer, because they have statutory fees. 
So if you have an estate, say, of $2 million, which isn't that large when you consider no, that you can have a estate, house sure. being half sure. that, the lawyer is going to get a minimum fee, probably, I'm trying to think, but it probably in the $20,000 range. Mm-hmm. And the personal representative can get a minimum fee. So it doesn't matter how much labor they even put into the job because these are statutory fees. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, thankfully for the consumer, Arizona does not have that process. So, Lou, let me ask you a question. So this young lady that lived in Michigan, so she has to file the paperwork in Arizona because mom passed in Arizona. Well, even more importantly, the real estate's located in In Arizona. Arizona. So you have to. So let's say that mom owned real estate in Arizona Mm -hmm. and she owned real estate in Texas. Mm Mm-hmm. The daughter could file her probate petition in Arizona, but then we'd have to have another probate proceeding in Texas. Got it's it. called an yes. ancillary proceeding. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we're just adding to the cost mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. whole thing mm-hmm. because we're going to have to basically be in two different courts. All right. So, you know, I want to I want to con- continue this conversation. We're going to run out of time here in just a little bit, but but I do want to continue this conversation. So so when we go to break, come on back with us because we've got some really important information for you. So we've talked about planning. So you right. really should con- contact Lou Silverman, uh, come in, sit down, and and then have these things cleared up. So 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 your children or those that you want to leave properties and your estate to don't have a mess to clean up. Correct. Because we're, we see this a lot, Lou, in Arizona, because we have such a huge retirement population here. Right. Again, at the Carroll Race team, I'm, I'm thinking that in 2021, we had 10 or 12 of these where, where we just had to give advice and then refer them to you so you could help clean it up. So then yeah. we could get on and sell the property. Well, and Carol, sometimes these you know, what we'll call a disaster, meaning mm-hmm. there's a death, mm-hmm. or in some cases, even an incapacity, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. occur in the middle of an escrow. Oh, yeah. So here you are yeah. with an escrow and a closing yeah. date coming up, and now your seller is either deceased or incapacitated. Right. Now what do you do? Yeah. So there's a whole new chapter, but basically the probate courts is going to provide the relief that we're going to need to to solve that. So I know that these sound like complicated things. They they really sound complicated, and they, they can sound a little overwhelming. But, Lou, I think the very best advice that I can give anybody listening to us today is to pick up the phone, call you. Right. Call Lou Silverman at the Silverman Law Office. What's the best number for them to reach you? 480 all right, just just pick up the phone and call Lou. Uh, you've got a great staff of people. Right. You're very you're on yeah, top we do. of we it. Have a good team. You've got you've um, got a great team. I've met with several on your team going right. through various things, but I think it's important uh, that that you get these things organized. Get get them in line so when that day happens, it's you know you you can pass on anything you want to your ears. We're well, going to take a real quick break okay, here, Lou, sure. and then we're we're going to come right on back. So again, uh, my advice to you, Lou Silverman is my estate planning attorney. 480-491-3216. You have been listening to me, Carol Royce. I'm here with you every single Sunday, coming to you from the KFYI studios. And it's been my pleasure to talk with Lou today. Uh, I really want you to come on back because we're going to talk a little more about estate planning, wills and trust, trust planning. And uh, again, you can pick up the phone and call me anytime you want to. 480 776 Five, two, three, 
one. Thank you. Come on back. We're going to be right back. Welcome back, everybody. This is Carol Royce. I'm your host here every single Sunday afternoon. And uh, again, I've got Mr. Lou Silverman in with me today, and he's with the Silverman Law Office. Lou, you've been doing this for 40 years. I've been doing what I'm doing for 38 years. I would say that we are well-trained, and we have handled just about every situation that there is to handle. Would you agree? Yeah, totally. In (laughs) fact, for the first uh, 20-plus years of my career, I did... Uh, civil work, civil mm-hmm. law, which mm-hmm. was lawsuits, a lot of litigation. Yes. Um, I did I did real estate litigation, which was very interesting because it was title related. Yes. But I did divorce. I did bankruptcy. Yes. So what all of that taught me was a couple of things. One is that I got tired of being a master of all trades. What is it? Jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. And also just wanting to be a specialist. And so mm-hmm. that's about mm-hmm. almost 20 years ago, I, I kind of flipped and you know, narrowed my practice to what I'm doing today. Well, you know how and, I found you. My financial advisors said, Carol, you're, you're, you're beginning now to have all of these assets. Mm-hmm. What what do you have? And I go, all of these assets. Yeah. <laughs> I have nothing. <laughs> so uh, yeah. so they they referred me to you 10 right. or 12 years ago. And and you know what what is so good about you? Your office called me not long ago and said, you haven't been in in a while. Why don't you come on in? You need to sit with Lou. And he needs to look and and we need to see if we need to update some things because right. I again I have more assets than when we first met. Well, the law changes and sure, sure. also we know that people's lives change. Absolutely, and you just don't always mm-hmm. keep up with it. Mm-hmm. So you you have people appointed in your plan mm-hmm. that may not be living, may not mm-hmm. be True. in your world of influence any longer. You know that's why updates are needed. So I'll be I'll be seeing you in the next mm-hmm. week or so, and we're going to be doing so. some uh, some updating. Yeah. So let's finish off. We we were talking about planning dying intestate with no will and just just the cleanup blue that's involved there. Why don't we put it? put a pretty bow around okay. that and then let's move on to estate planning okay well so the the bow would be the probate process once you're in it uh takes minimum of four months only because we have to give a notice to creditors in the newspaper True. Yep. and then we we mail a notice to known creditors so we tell the pr mm-hmm. bring in every invoice you can fr- find every medical bill if you think it's uh, money is owed bring it and then we'll give them notice. Mm-hmm. That can include the IRS. It can include the state mm-hmm. of Arizona, mm-hmm. et cetera. Right. Once that process has filtered out, the notice to creditor period is run, and all the assets have been properly sold and mm-hmm. liquidated. Mm-hmm. Um, taxes have been paid. Finally, we get to the end point where finally the personal representative then does need to give an accounting and say, okay, right. And basically, the accounting is, this is what I started with. Right. There's an, Within 90 days of the probate opening, the, the personal representative has to provide an inventory to the beneficiary. So in this case, the lady from Michigan would be listing all the assets that she's discovered, some of them in, in categories like household goods. Right. We don't generally expect her to go get sofas appraised. Mm-hmm. But antiques could be different. Mm-hmm. Jewelry could mm-hmm. be different. Mm-hmm. Real estate, et cetera. We had a paid-off car, a nice paid-off mm-hmm. car. That would be included in yeah, the Yeah, that uh-huh. would be included uh-huh. in the inventory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then that's your starting point because when you do the accounting, you're saying, hey, I started with this, and then today this is what we have. I sold mm-hmm. the real estate mm-hmm. I sold the car, mm-hmm. I paid taxes, I paid the lawyer, I mm-hmm. paid me if mm-hmm. I'm going to be paid right. 
And so all of that is part of the accounting. Mm -hmm. Then when everybody's looked at the accounting and they're happy with it and says, fine, I want my money, then the money is distributed. And then we can close the probate. Mm -hmm. Yes. The good news is that we never have had to step foot in the courtroom. That is good news. We've Mm -hmm. never had to have the court approve Mm -hmm. anything unless Mm -hmm. we need it. Mm -hmm. Now, let's say that the personal representative is proposing to sell the house for $500,000, and you're the realtor, you're saying, you know what, you could get 600000 for this house. Well, now the personal representative, I think, is in a situation where they may need to get the court to approve. The reason I say that is that sometimes we want to give the beneficiaries and any third parties notice of what we're doing and let somebody come in and object. Um and maybe maybe one of the heirs feels like it's worth six hundred, but maybe in this case you the realtor say, No, you know, really it's only worth five hundred mm-hmm. and you could explain to the court mm-hmm. this house is mm-hmm. selling for five and here's mm-hmm. why. You know, it needs roof work, it needs right. this, it needs that. But that way we're protecting the personal representative mm-hmm. because now the mm-hmm. court says you can sell it. Okay. But that's a rare case. That doesn't mm-hmm. happen very often. Well and, and, and we'll advise too. Okay, so now so now we've talked about about dying, uh intestate, no mm-hmm. will, kind of cleaned it up. Mm-hmm. Now let's let's go to estate planning, wh- okay. which is something that I think is very, very important. So I have two adult children, okay? Uh and they have children and and, right. and they have adult children. And I am always on them saying, you need to get to see Mr. Silverman, and and you need to set up some estate planning. So talk to me about that, Lou. Okay. Well, I'll tell you a little bit about our process, probably the most important part, because what I think kind of stops people in their tracks Mm -hmm. is they don't know where to start. Right. There's an intimidation factor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's a factor of cost. Mm -hmm. And then ultimately, it's just, they just... They can't get any momentum. Mm-hmm. So once they've contacted us, we send out some worksheet material sure. that gets enough background information on family and including children and then also assets so we can look at the big picture. Then we want to have a consultation. And we don't charge for the initial consultation okay? because I I don't want to scare people away right off the bat. I'd rather have some time to meet and explain what what their options are based on what their goals are. And then they can decide, okay, here's the quote to do this or here's the quote Mm -hmm, to do that. mm -hmm. If they leave and never see me again, you know, no harm, no foul. Mm -hmm. But most of the time they see the importance of it and they realize, yeah, we need to do this. So then we just keep moving. So we do what we call a design meeting, which is let's get it all on paper, what you want to do. And then we in our office prepare everything and then we finally have a delivery meeting, which mm-hmm. is we get everything reviewed and signed, and so that's that's how the process works. You know what I what mm. I valued when I met with you, Lou, is is you brought up things that I never even thought about. I mean, even though I'm thinking that this is to protect my assets, you brought up medical power of attorneys. You brought you brought up who wants to be the who do you want to be the personal representative? Uh, do, do you want to give to just your immediate family? What about nieces, nephews, uh, brothers, sisters? I, I never even thought about that. I right. I, no. I came in there and I was a blank slate, but you had it all laid out and the paperwork homework, which you sent me home with to fill out, really did. 
caused me to pause and to think about things and to really think about things. And uh, once I filled that out and we came back in and then we had another meeting, uh, I felt so comfortable and so confident that when I when I pass on, I don't want to leave a mess for my family. I just don't want to leave a mess. I, I've cleaned up yeah. siblings' messes and my mom and dad's messes, yeah, if I you think, will. Yeah. I think you've you've yeah. done a good job. You're not yeah. going to have a mess. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> if my if 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 my children fight about it, it's okay. I won't be here. You can't I won't stop be here. them from fighting, <laughs> but you can certainly say this is what I want. And yes, I, and yes, this is yes. What's going to happen. Yes. And, you know, by the way, my favorite client is one that comes in and doesn't have much of an agenda. Right. Because you're open to it. It's sure. like we discuss it from start mm-hmm, to finish, and, mm-hmm. then you, and then you decide, well, mm-hmm. that's not really important to mm-hmm, me. Like, mm-hmm. let's say we can create trust for your children mm-hmm. as beneficiaries for whatever they inherit from you is creditor protected and divorce protected. I love that so, part, yes. You know, never yep. never lose it yep. in a divorce, mm-hmm. can't mm-hmm. lose it to a creditor. Mm-hmm. But you have to say that you have value to that. Mm-hmm. You may say, no, I don't care about that. Let them, let them do whatever they want to. That's your call. Mm-hmm. But, I, but you won't know to have the discussion unless we bring it up mm-hmm. with you. Well, the other thing that you pointed out, too, was do you have any favorite charities? Is there anything like that that mm-hmm. you'd like to leave money to? And, of course, I do. We, we work with Save the Family. So, absolutely, I, I would like to do something to Save well, the Family Foundation. And that's always the cruise ship question that we ask mm-hmm. people, too. Mm-hmm. If you and your children and all mm-hmm. your grandchildren, mm-hmm. so in other words, mm-hmm. all your mm-hmm. heirs, are on a cruise together, mm-hmm. and you hit the. Would iceberg. that be the Titanic? <laughs> That's the one that goes down, and you don't. You have nobody mm-hmm. left. Yes. Then who gets everything? And that causes people some pause because well, they true. don't think about it that way. Yeah. It, and sometimes you know charities are a good choice sure. for that. Sure. And it's sad, but it happens. Mm-hmm. You know, it of course. Uh, happens. You know, in our mm-hmm. practice, it mm-hmm. happens. You know, people know families that have had that happen to them. So. So, so again, again, what you did, Lou, when you gave me when you gave me some paperwork, and I called it my homework to fill out. It really caused me to sit and to ponder and to think, and and to project into the future what would happen. What would I, Carol Royce? What would I want yeah. from everything that I've worked so hard for all of these years? How do I want that to go to my family? And you know, I've got children, I've got grandchildren, and right now I've got five little great grandchildren. Oh. I know I don't. Don't look that old, but I do have five little great grandchildren. So that's why I need to see you because the last time I saw you, you didn't have any of those. It's the, mir- <laughs> the miracle of modern science that somebody as young as you can have great grandchildren. It's just, it's just, it's just amazing, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Well, and the other thing that I've done is I've had a couple of my grandchildren uh, that that I've helped. Get, get into real estate. Sure. So I've advanced them a portion well, of 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 their. Uh, yeah, and so that that is opens up a whole Pandora's box because, <laughs> well, let's say that you haven't planned, and so you pass, yeah. and so you, you cut me off when you need to, but you haven't <laughs> you haven't planned. You're you're dead, and now the, your kids bring up and say, "Hey, wait a second, Mom has already made a gift of a hundred thousand to little Becky, so she, Becky doesn't get that." I know. Well, you need yes. to make that provision up front. Yeah. 
Because yeah. there's no guessing. We need to know what was that. Was it a gift? Was it an advance? Yes. We need to know that. We need to know that. Hey, you have been listening to the Carol Royce Real Estate Show. I am with one of my favorite people, Lou Silverman, Silverman Law Office. Uh, Lou is who I use for, for my estate planning, and I highly, highly, highly recommend him. I'm going to suggest you call him, 480-491-3216. Come on back from our break. We're going to talk about Arizona real estate. Welcome back, everybody. This is Carol Royce, and I'm your, your host here every single Sunday afternoon. And I am in the studio with Josh and Vicki. And i got to say, Josh, that was very informative with Lou. I mean, he brings such good information. It was. I mean, I had pen and paper the whole yep. time. Yep. I, uh, I definitely have some things to do, yes, homework do. from learning yep. all of that. So, Well, here's the thing. Again, what I said is we are helping so many of you. Uh, who have lost parents or siblings and you are now the personal representative or, or you now are charged with getting mom and dad's house mm-hmm. on the market and sold. And so if if you personally listening to me today, if you haven't set up a trust for your home so that when you pass and we all will, our days are numbered, uh, and then your family will know exactly what to do and what your wishes are. And it just makes life so much easier, right, Vicki? It does, absolutely. Because when we meet with families where planning hasn't taken place, we see that they go through more difficulty. Mm -hmm. And honestly, some have even lost homes to foreclosures and things like that because the timing wasn't, they kind of lagged on the timing and the bank doesn't, they don't wait. No, if mom or dad was sick over a period of time, maybe no one was making the house payment. Maybe no one was was keeping up with things. And then and then uh, they'll call us and say, okay, uh, this house was left to me. What do I do? But they're so far arrears in the payments that it's very, very difficult to come up with that money to bring, to bring it current. We do everything we can, Josh and Vicki, to help these families out. But I, I think what our point is and what Lou's point is, is do some pre-planning, get organized, do that it's not that expensive and then your wishes can be carried out yeah with with ease i Uh mean i've helped quite a few families this year unfortunately who were dealing with that situation and two of them you know there weren't any sort of probate plans or trust Mm -hmm. accounts to organize how everything would flow Mm -hmm. and it did make the process you know a little messier it's very hard and when you're already dealing with the emotions of a lost loved Mm -hmm. one i mean it Mm -hmm. just adds to your plate so it does simplify if you are able to pre-plan a lot of this and we the only reason we bring this up is because we so many of you call us when that when that sad Mm -hmm. event happens and so we just want to prepare you so let's get on with our arizona real estate information and vicky let's talk a little bit about that under a million market that market is different than the over million market it it, is different we're we're seeing some different patterns Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so if we take a look at what's going on in that under a million for single family detached homes and this data is compiled from the arizona regional multiple list service servicing maricopa and pinal county currently there's 11,254 homes up that number's up folks average price point 551,421 Days on market are averaging 38. Coming soon, we have 607 properties. The average 
price point for those homes, $565,445. These homes are allowing showings, many of them. So if you are a buyer and you're looking for homes, reach out to the Carroll team because we can show you these homes at 480-776-5231. You're not going to find them on the MLS. That's what I wanted to say. If you look at Zillow, if you look at Realtor.com, if you look at these other sites, as Josh, as you've pointed out many mm-hmm. times, you're not going to see them. So they're only available through real estate agents. And I will tell you that at the Carroll Race team, we're all over these. Correct. If we take a look at under contract in escrow, there's 5,653 homes. This number's down. Average price point, 512,000. Days on market, 34. So what's interesting is we have a rise in the inventory, but we have a downturn in how many homes are under a contract. And and that's just that's just a snapshot of this market, Josh. That's just a snapshot. Mm-hmm. So we know that July is historically one of our slowest months. Uh, it's warm in Arizona. People are, are going to their cabins. They're going to the beach. They're, they're, they're not here out looking at houses. So July is historically sh- slow. But but to say, again, Vicki, our market is seeing a correction. We it is seeing, seeing a correction. Because we t- if we take a look at just what closed escrow just since last week's show, we had 1,180 properties. The average price point was $509,244 with days on market averaging 29 days. So even our under contract and closed are both seeing a pattern of going down. And that is some of it's seasonal and some of it is because of the interest rates. However, I was just reading an article, Carol and Josh, that I found was really interesting. It talked about how if buyers can actually afford to buy a home today, meaning they've gone out to their mortgage company, they have an updated prequal since rates have gone up, or they have a new prequal that they just received from the lender. It said buyers are actually in a more affordable window today than where they were just a couple months ago. Would that, Vicki, be because prices are down? Prices are coming down, and some would say prices are coming down. Others would say there's some price adjustments. Some of the homes that we've seen price reductions on, Josh, they were priced above the market to begin with. Right. They saw their neighbor sold their home for 550000 so they came on the market at 625000 mm-hmm. So some of those homes needed a price correction just to be in line with That's the comparable. We're seeing a lot of that. We're what I know with the that. buyers that I've been working out there, I've definitely seen a lot more negotiations to be Well, had. that's I mean, true, too. In the past two years, it was a very strong seller's market, and you mm-hmm. basically had a minute to decide whether or not you wanted the house. And even then, you were taking most of the seller's terms, if not all. But now we've seen seller concessions come back into mm-hmm, play in mm-hmm. some neighborhoods and houses. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the actual inspection period might be a little more equitable mm-hmm, for a buyer. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's interesting. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, one of the one of the price points, Vicki, that's a little slower than other price points in that under a million uh, I have seen would be that that 700 to, to 850 price range, kind of in that range, because those that that market is fueled by what we call move up buyers. And so a move up buyer would be selling their home for, for 400,000, 500,000, 600,000, and they would be moving up to a bigger house, better neighborhood, more amenities, better mm-hmm. schools. Uh, so so that that price range just under that 900,000 we're seeing has been a little more restrictive in the number of buyers that are out there. Their, their days on market are running just a little bit longer. 
That's right. Days on market are growing there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I truly believe that there are quite a lot of buyers that are tied up in what you just said in the fact that they need to sell they a need home. to sell their home. So mm-hmm. as they have a price reduction or a price correction on their home or things like that happen, maybe the interest rates, buyers get some different loan programs um, put in front of them. I think you'll see some of those homes start to move um, where they were just kind of stalled for a while when the buyers were going, hey, what do we do? This may not be the right market for us to buy right now. Mm -hmm. So I just want to say that I talked with one of our listeners on Friday and uh, he called me and he said, I hate to have this conversation, but I will tell you that that, uh, our neighbor has a real estate license. He doesn't really practice real estate full time, but he told me that he would do it for hardly anything because all today you had to do is put it in the multiple list service and hordes of buyers would be coming to my front door. I said, no, 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 John. No, no, no. Would you agree with that information, Vicki? That's not all you have to do. No, there's a lot more to do no. to get a home yeah. sold. And we've been saying that even during COVID when the market was crazy, we still did extra things that we weren't even doing, say, three years ago to get a home sold because we had to market the homes mm-hmm. differently because buyers wanted to live in the home differently. But it takes a lot to get a home sold. Definitely. And even back during that COVID market, there was a reason why our numbers, we got our sellers more money than the average Mm -hmm. agent out there. I mean, yes, homes were selling more easily, but as far as negotiating the multiple offers and getting our sellers truly top dollar with the least amount of hassle, that takes, you know, a skill. And that's something we have here. Well, Josh and Vicki, and we, we know this, the multiple list service is a valuable, it's a valuable tool, but it's only one tool. It's only one thing to do. We, we have Jacob on our team and, and, and he does a lot of video. We do lifestyle videos because Vicki, you make a good point. If you're sitting in Dayton, Ohio or Los Angeles, California, and you're thinking of a move to Arizona, but you don't know the lifestyle, you don't know what you can get. But when you can click on a video and these videos are far better than virtual tours. Right. Right. When you can click on a video and actually see the lifestyle and feel what it would be like to live in that area, live in that home, it goes a long way to help that buyer make a decision. It absolutely does. Definitely. I mean, again, a lot of these people don't know the the amenities, let alone the communities. So mm-hmm. it, it can really impact a lot of buyers from out of state. So so we use video a lot at the Carol Race team. And one of the things that I told John, who called me, is uh, John... Uh, I understand where you're coming from, and, and as a seller, you, you want to pay very, very little. I, I get that. But you know what? That will cost you money in the long run because you can't just put your home on the market, 100000 overpriced, put it in the MLS, and think that you're going to have a line of people out your front door Saturday morning. Vicki, does it work that way? It does not. You know, it does not work that way. You know, times are changing and different marketing strategies, and that's why, you know, maybe you – went with that strategy and you didn't have the results oh, yes reach out to the care race team today we'd love to help you um, get a different result we do things different take a different approach again you can call us direct 480-776-5231 we'd love to sit down with you educate you and show you the process um, how we can get your home sold for you know, fast and for top dollar. That's right. But I'm not a miracle worker. No, we don't have a magic wand. I don't have a crystal ball. Right, Josh? None of that. No, none of that. But what we do is we take the trending and we take the data and we take the research that we do weekly and we apply it when we put your home on the market to give you accurate 
well-founded information. So that benefits you to get your home sold fast and for top dollar. Vicki? Right. You have been listening to the Carol Reese Real Estate Show. We're here with you every Sunday afternoon right here on 550 KFYI. It's always a pleasure to be in your cars, be in your homes, be on your apps, on your cell phones, different things like that. Some of you listen on your tablet. And when we get to come into your home and meet with you and meet your family, Mm -hmm. it's a blessing. We're Mm -hmm. honored. Mm -hmm. And for those of you that we haven't met, but you've referred us to your family and your coworkers, Mm -hmm. we want to say thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, We love hearing that, um, hey, a family member in said you guys are the ones to go with so thank you for that again have a blessed sunday afternoon go jump in your swimming pool stay cool and remember you can always go to carolhasthebuyers.com that's carolhasthebuyers.com